Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty in San Diego. I'm Brian Kochi, Director of Marketing here at Whistle Realty Group. The goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics to go crush it in your business. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. So if you ever have a question you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com. Ask us questions, subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, join our referral network, our email newsletter, a private Facebook group, and get dialed in with our video content creation course called the Media Mayor Mastermind, where Brian and I will take our seven years of cranking out thousands of videos together and condense it into a few hours of content so you could shortcut your learning curve to crushing it with video, thewhistleway.com. And that course is half off right now, so jump on that. Um, and if you enjoy the show today, if you get some value out of it, if you are listening on a podcast platform, we would really appreciate if you could write a review on there. Even if it's like one sentence, quick little review goes a long way. And if you are watching on a uh, YouTube, if you can hit that thumbs up button, let YouTube know you're enjoying the content. If you've got questions, throw them in the comment section. And if you want to get notified of future episodes of the show, you can always hit the subscribe button and little notification bell. With that said, Brian, what do we got today? That was a really good intro, by the way. Thank you. you just you, save that clip and we'll just use it every time. You use it every time that I'm hosting without you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle through it every time. Today we're talking about something that's uh, extremely relevant, extremely timely, um, and that's interest rates. We've seen them skyrocket. I think that might even be um, downplaying it a little bit um, over the last month and especially over the last, what, week or so? Uh, interest rates are going huge. Yes. What does that mean? I want to talk about what it means to kind of everyone, but I want to start off. What does that mean to the real estate agents listening to this podcast right now? Yeah, well, let's, this one, we don't always date our episodes, but I want to date this episode because I think it is important. So we're recording this. It's Monday, uh, March 28th. 2022. 2022. Yeah. So I want to date this one just because it is important. I think context because you might watch this episode a month later, two months later. And, and so I just want to make sure that we, we date stamp this correctly. In the last, well, basically in the month of March, mortgage interest rates have raised a full percent. In the last seven days, they have raised three quarters of a percent. So um, it is a huge change, and give, especially give- if anybody has been in the real estate industry for less than 10 years, I don't know if they've ever seen a change this big. Give me context. How much do they normally change in a a, a month or so? Quarter point, half okay. point, like at most in a month. Okay. So this um, is double what at most is typical. Yeah. Okay. I would, yeah, a quarter to a half, but to three quarters of a point in a single week, I don't know if I've seen that. And I've done this for 15 years now. That's a big freaking jump. So, um, you know, first I want to talk about you know, as a realtor, what to do about this? Like, what what should you be saying to yourself or to your team? And I think the biggest thing is that this is opportunity. As a realtor, anytime there's change like this, there's big moves, big swings in things. It's massive opportunity for those that get it. Because those that don't get it are freaking the fuck out right now. They have no idea what to do. They're just panicking, thinking like, holy shit, the market's going to crash and and nobody's going to buy homes and I'm going to lose, I, mean, I can't even work. Nobody's going to buy homes. I can't be a realtor anymore and, and I'm I'm going to go broke and homeless. Like, And it's too people's... expensive to be Uber now. You can't afford the gas. <laughs> Did I Uber to the airport? 
for my last trip. It was like 80 bucks. It used to be like 30. Yeah, gas, dude. Yeah. Oh, anyways. Crazy. Uh, so Uber's like at least double what it used to be just six months ago. Um, so a lot of realtors are freaking the hell out right now. Like, and now I get it. It's change. Change is scary. I mean, think about every time like Apple makes a big change on the iPhone, like the button's gone. Like, oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Like, no headphone jack? Yeah, no headphone <laughs> jack. Oh, now we don't get a charging block. Like people <laughs> freak out over any change. But you change the interest rates a percent. That's a big change. Yeah. Like that's that's big. And so and now the thing that we've learned is it's not exact, this isn't a science, but it's roughly you just knocked off ten percent off somebody's affordability. So if in February somebody was, you know, their max qualification was a million, it's now closer to nine hundred. Like oh. that's how to keep the same payment. Like that's how big of a change this was. Like that's a big freaking change. And simultaneously at least here in San Diego, values have gone up at least 2% during that same time period. So the home that, you know, was, you're basically, what, a month ago was like an eight, let's see, 2%, what, what was like 880 a month ago is now 900. Well, a month ago, you could have afforded a million. Now you can afford what was 880 a month ago. Like that's how big of a change that made. Like you just went from a a million dollar house in February to an eight hundred eighty thousand dollar house well, in February. Well, it sold like, eight eighty, but it was listed for seven fifty, seven twenty five. Yeah. So now, I mean, you can seven. Yeah, yeah you could realistically afford nine hundred now, but that nine hundred now was like eight eighty a month ago. Ugh. Like that's how big of a change this is. So I mean, it's big, right? Like, yeah, it's a reason to. But this is good. Like this is change. Everybody's freaking out. Like, cool. I, I'm so glad everybody's freaking out. Like, Kyle and I are the opposite ends. I'm like, uh-oh. Am I going to? What's happening? He's like, yeah. Brian already in the six minutes we've been recording has already thought about, like, what if the real estate industry collapses and Brian doesn't have a job anymore and then he's got to be on food stamps and he's got to live in a cardboard box. Like, Brian's so, already processed that in the six minutes since we started. They're not stamps anymore. It's a card. It's way more justified. Okay. Justified? Nope. That's not the right word. Yeah, nope. you've already gone a worst case scenario. <laughs> anyway, let's let's reel you back in. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> so uh, change is good. I love every time there's change. I love um, when iPhone gets rid of something um, or adds something new. I love that. I, I'm a huge fan of every time they do it. I love that they just changed the real estate contract here in California. They added like 62 more pages. When did they uh, do that? Because I just printed 220 in, books in December. <laughs> okay, I was like, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, I love all these changes. These changes are good because while everybody else is panicking, it's creating opportunity for those that aren't panicking. So while everybody's running away, right? Think of like a firefighter. Like everybody's running away from the firefighter. The firefighter's running toward the fire. And I that's how I want our team to be is like, let's run into the fire right now. Because why does a firefighter run into the fire? That's his job. Well, it is their job. There's probably cats in there. There might be cats they got to save, and Brian needs more cats. Um, but the firefighter has a couple things. One, they have the right equipment for the job, and two, they have the right training for the job. Oh, okay. Which those, is those why, too. yeah, <laughs> and they want to save cats for Brian. Um, but that's why a firefighter is going to run in. And why is everybody else running from the fires? They don't know what to do when there's a fire. They haven't trained what to do when there's a fire. They don't have the right equipment to deal with the fire, so they're running away from it. And that's what most real estate agents are doing right now is they're running away from the fire. 
And our goal on our team is let's train for this, right? Let's train for what to do when there is a fire like this. Let's equip our agent with the tools they need to deal with the fire. And so today, what most agents are doing, because the biggest jump was on Friday, which was a half a point in one day, um, most of the agents right now, they're terrified to call their clients. Like the last thing they want to do is call their client and tell them that, hey, remember in February we said you could go buy that million dollar house? Well, now you got to go buy the $900,000 house. That's a that's a terrifying conversation. Or come up with more money. Let's figure out either way. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrifying conversation. So what yeah. do most people do when it's terrifying? Run away. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, we're encouraging our agents to reach out to their clients. Let's let's have the conversation, right? Let's talk about this. Because let's be honest, most buyers are talking to multiple agents. Are they gonna work with the one who's being a little bitch and, and is hiding from the situation? Are they going to work with the agent who's calling and saying, hey, Brian, um, you know, I don't know if, if you've been paying attention to the news, but there's been some movement with interest rates recently. You know, I'd love to schedule some time to get together. I want to just kind of recalibrate where we're at and where we're headed moving forward. Can we meet up and grab a coffee later today or, or would tomorrow be better? Like, you got to schedule that meeting right now. Like, that's a meeting you've got to take. You've got to get in front of your client. And have this conversation with them. And I mean, yeah, it's a difficult conversation, but it's not your fault as the real estate agent. So like, I would much rather have someone come up to me and say, hey, let's game plan for this new change. It's way harder to be like, hey, I fucked up and I didn't do the contract right and now we lost the house. Like that's that's a scary conversation. I get that. But this one is like, dude, it's outside of your control. Like, Well, because the the people who are running away from the fire, the conversation they're going to end up in is their clients going to now send them the million dollar house? Be like, hey, Kyle, let's go see the house. And now you got to have that conversation. Or, now they yeah. just saw the house, fell in love. Oh yep. my gosh, this is the one. I finally they, found they it. They drove by it already. They've already figured out the school and when is enrollment and looked up everything. Like they're so pumped. And now you got to have that conversation. Yeah, that's way. And now it's your fault. That conversation is way fucking harder. Mm-hmm. So, as hard as the conversation is to. And we were just calling it like a recalibration meeting. I like that term. The recalibration meeting. Yeah, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. That's not an easy conversation. But it's way easier than having to tell your client that the home they're in love with, they can't afford anymore. I know you're not a lender. Do you have any prediction on... 6% by the end of the year. Do you think it'll dip back down to 3-ish again? No. Okay. Not this year. Uh, Not next year. The following year, 2024. Shit. No, no refi for me, huh? <laughs> My mortgage company keeps calling me. Do you want a refi? Are Not you anymore. High? There's no refis Come happening on. now. There will be a refi boom in 24. Okay. Um, because it's an election year and interest rates have fallen every election year since the beginning of time. Because that's when our lender was born. And so he told us <laughs> that. <laughs> um, Jason, see, if you're listening, yeah, I'm talking about you, bro. Um, but again, that's a better conversation to have now. If you believe that, if your lender believes that, like, obviously do your research. Kyle is not a certified fortune teller. But if that's what you believe, again, you can put yourself in a position of power, of of being a resource, being a guide when you say, hey, it jumped 1% in the last month. I think it's going to jump another percent in the next nine months. Yeah. So the million now it's 900, then it's going to be 800 or 820 when prices keep going up. Like... That could be a, hey, we missed out. You haven't been solid enough or we haven't had enough fire. Like this is 
that's a, I don't want to mix uh, metaphors, but like now, like let's get going. Yeah. Cool. So I think that's the big thing as an agent right now. You got to get comfortable having that uncomfortable conversation. But again, that uncomfortable conversation is not nearly as uncomfortable as telling your buyer that they can no longer afford the million dollar house they just sent you and are in love with. So um, we role played that today on the phones. When we meet on Wednesday, we do our in-person role play. We're going to role play the recalibration meeting. Um, so you should be hitting this hard right now. This would be something you're practicing heavily. If you are an agent or you're running a team, you've got to re practice this recalibration meeting. So let's let's talk through that. Yeah. If you're talking to a buyer, um, how does that conversation go? Yeah. So now we are salespeople. Yes, at a certain point you actually have to sell. Like it or not, here in California at least, your license at the top says salesperson. You got to sell people to a certain extent. Now, you got to sell them on doing what's best for them is the way that I look at it. I don't I try to not look at it like I got to sell them on like selling them. I got to sell them on what's best for them. And, and you got to sometimes help people get out of their own way to accomplish yeah. their goals. Yeah. It, with great power comes great responsibility, right? You can be a sleazy salesperson and put people in bad situations. And that has happened in the housing market. Like we know that hopefully those people are now in jail or what, like they're not doing this anymore, but it's your job now to, if, if you know they need a bigger house cause they have uh, triplets coming in June and their four-year-old starts kindergarten. Like, if you know that stuff now, them freaking out about it and waiting six more months is not helping them. Yeah. So, yep. So, yeah. So, if you're meeting with buyers, like, what's the conversation you're having is you've got to have the conversation with the buyers. Like, hey, right, we, we've talked when we first met that rates were projected to increase. And we've now started to see the rates increasing. And we also projected that prices were going to continue to increase. And this is where NLP can be really beneficial. And specifically within NLP, there's something called yes sets. With yes sets, you get people to say yes over and over again. Um, and then it gets them in a certain mind frame where they're more agreeable to things, right? So you say, hey, Brian, you remember we got together, you know, I showed you that chart from Keeping Current Matters. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Keeping Current Matters puts out some really great charts. So you should be showing your clients and your buyer consultations that like, look, Rates are projected to increase this year. It would be really good if you had shown your buyer that when you did the buyer consultation. So now when I call them or we sit down for the meeting, hey, Brian, remember when I showed you the charts we got together, you know, rates were forecasted to increase. It, it looks like that's happening now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we also, we talked about how the market was increasing and a lot of the projections were, you know, prices. Zillow, if you guys don't know, Zillow put an article out in January. They projected prices to increase 17.3% from January 22 to 23. So remember we talked about the Zillow article that they're projecting values to increase 17% this year. Yep. Well, we're starting to see it happen now, aren't we? Yeah. So here's where we're at, Brian. Based on, I've already connected with your lender today, and based on where the interest rates sit today, the price that we want to target now to make sure we stay in that comfortable, um, affordable price range for you is we want to start looking right around that 900 number. And now here's what's the good thing, Brian. I know that that's a new number. That's not exactly where we were a month ago, but the number is what it is. But there's going to be this opportunity right now for you as a buyer because there's now a lot of panic happening in the market. A lot of people are freaking out saying, oh my gosh, rates have jumped. I can't afford to buy anymore. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm scared. And a lot of people are going to pump the brakes right now. Well, when people start pumping the brakes, there's an opportunity for you to put the pedal to the metal. 
And so all of that competition you had a month ago, a lot of that competition is going to be gone right now. So now that home that's 900 that was selling for a million a month ago might actually sell for 900 today. So let's go pedal to the metal right now and let's jump on this because I'm assuming you don't want the prices to get higher, right? Yeah. And I'm assuming you don't want the interest rate to get higher, right? Correct. So would you agree it makes sense for us to go pedal to the metal and let's get you that house now? Yes. Right. Like that's the conversation I'm having with the buyer. Cool. So you guys saw that like yes sets over and over again, right? So that's the conversation I'm having with the buyer. Um, and then the conversation you're having with the seller. So let's, um, you know, let's talk about the seller that you're meeting with thinking about selling the home. Um, so you're having that conversation with them and you're sitting down and you're, they're deciding like, well, should we list now or should we wait? Like, what should we do now? The conversation is going to be very, very similar. Like, right, Brian, you've seen that rates have been increasing, right? Yep. And you've seen that prices have been increasing. And yes. And you would agree that if, if prices are increasing and rates are increasing, affordability is decreasing, right? That makes sense. And, you know, based on the chart here from Keeping Current Matters, is they're projecting interest rates to continue to increase throughout the year to where we're likely going to end up around a 6% interest rate. And so if we know rates are going to continue to increase, that's likely going to decrease the affordability. So what we know now is here's where the value is today and we know what the rate is today. Do you want to take advantage of the known that we have today or do you want to go with the unknown and ride out the market and see how these increasing rates are going to affect the market? Right? Makes sense. Yeah. So you want to, you know, help because... I'm trying to remember the numbers on the on the disc profile, but a large percentage, I'm pretty sure the majority of people on a disc profile are high S's. Correct. I think it's in the 70s. 61, if I remember. I would say either 60 or yeah, 70. Yeah, it's a really high number. Like 61% of people, I think, right? We always say like 61% of stats are made up. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> let's <a good> see. <laughs> um, the major knowing that the majority of people are high S's and they want like safety, security, stability, having that conversation with them of, now, do I know for sure? Like, do I think prices are going to continue to go up? Yes. But if rates hit seven, maybe not. Like, that could legitimately fuck the market. So I believe rates will, or prices will continue to go up, but I don't know that. And if I have that conversation with a seller and I say, hey, look, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. Like, we hope prices are going to continue to go up. But if rates are already at five, if rates hit six or maybe even get to seven, like, that could stall the market. Would you do you want to you know ride out the market and see what happens, or do you want to go with the known that we have right now? The high S is going to go with the known that we have right now. Um, DiscInsights.com says uh, S is sixty nine percent. Sixty nine. Ah, close. We were. It was in the middle of us. You went over though, so you lose. Yep, I lose. <laughs> we're going prices right. Price is wrong, Bob. <laughs> so that's the conversation I'm having with the seller. And I'm having that conversation if they're looking to list or one of our agents. We were doing our deal doctoring class today. Um, and her seller has an offer that's a little below where they want to be. You're having that same conversation. Hey, Brian, you know, where we're at today, right? We've had this many showings and this is the one offer that we have. Rates are shooting through the roof right now. Like we can not take this offer and we can ride out the market and, and see how these new interest rates are going to affect things. Or we've got a bird in the hand at this number. I know it's a little below where you want to be. But they're ready to go and they understand where the rates are at and they're still ready to move forward. Do you want to take the bird in the hand or do you want to ride out the market and see what happens? And the high S is going to take the bird in the hand. Yeah. 
interesting though because now with affordability coming down now people that were in a price bracket above it, it may pull them down into it so which they may be willing to it, it's interesting yeah it i don't know exactly how it's going to play out um and then we have a war happening simultaneously and we have gas at i think by my house today was like 650 a gallon so there's so much happening right now um i don't know how this is gonna play out. i mean i got a degree in economics uh I'm still optimistic that prices are going to continue to increase this year because you still have supply and demand so out of whack. Yeah. But I'm going to pay a lot more attention to the trends, which the hard part is we're not going to know the effect for a few months from now, but I'm, I'm going to be studying it pretty closely um, on a more frequent basis than I normally would. We should do a follow-up in like four months on this and see what, what's happening and, and do another prediction for the end of the year yeah be interesting. but you got to think prices on everything are even higher now right the inflation's even higher because with the the war is causing the inflation problem because as energy prices increase so does everything else around it so it's like while they're using interest rates to try to control inflation the war and rising energy prices is pushing the inflation up so now do they continue to increase the rates even more to control the inflation to offset the increase in energy prices like you could end up in this just vicious cycle. It's going to be like, that's, we just don't know how that's going to play out. It's crazy. This is a small tangent, but it's crazy how visible inflation is. I literally said something the other day and I told my wife, I'm like, man, I'm already that old grumpy back in my day. It was way cheaper for this. We, um, our propane thing is now like 15 bucks more expensive. Pisses me off, dude. Oh, that's going to be my widget of the week. Thank you. I, I was I just that, saved that, my That's ass. why I said my pro, our propane thing. You saved my ass on that, yeah, Brian. Cool. I got you. <laughs> well, I'll use my discount code though. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, you guys got a lot of value out of the show today. Um, if you did, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button. If you got a question for us, throw it in that comment section. And if you are watching uh, on a podcast platform, no, wait, hold on, YouTube, subscribe notification bell hit all that and if you are uh, listening on a podcast platform hook us up with a review even if it's like a sentence or two a review goes a long way for us so we'd really appreciate you helping us grow the audience and if you have a question you want to have answered on a future episode of the show go to the you can ask us questions on there subscribe to the podcast and youtube channel join our referral network email newsletter and private facebook group and get dialed in with our video content creation course that is currently half off which, um, since we've been talking, um, Michelle just signed up for the course as well. Welcome to the party, Michelle. What up? Uh, Thewhistleway.com. And the way we like to finish this show is something we refer to as the Whistle Widget of the Week. This is something we utilize in our business. It saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got, Bray? So we just had our friends and family event where we rented out a movie theater, did this whole thing. It was great. Um, someone asked me about a event platform that they were looking into that integrates with follow up boss, I think, or no, maybe MailChimp. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, and I told them, and I think we've done this before, but I'll share it again. Uh, we use Eventbrite for our, um, for our events. The thing that I love about Eventbrite, um, is if you're doing a free event, the, it doesn't cost you anything. So you can get them to sign up. You can kind of customize the questions. Um, I went a little bit nerdy and had a, a Zapier set in to where once they signed up, it went to a Google Sheet so that way our agents could see who had RSVP'd. Um, but you can send emails before and after the event. You can There's an app to where you can check people in. Um, it's, it's just a really good system. Um, it gets a little bit clunky on the back end. There were some things that took me a while to find, 
but for a free system, um, this is probably one of the best free systems we use. Um, and it's the nice thing is it's is it's not unfamiliar to people. People have seen Eventbrite over and over and over again. It's not some weird, like, I don't know what this is. It's like, oh, okay, I get it. Um, so there's some kind of trust built in there. So that's my widget. It's cool. I already hit that one, but you can. I, I figured you it. did, but the more I dive into it, I'll probably do it again in three months when we do our next event. <laughs> <laughs> cool. The one I got, Brian actually talked about propane. Um, I hate the propane process of like going to the gas station or the grocery store where you got to like bring your old tank that's usually got like cobwebs and spiders climbing all over it and it's all rusty and rolls all over the freaking car it's like literally like explode. putting a cannonball in the back seat of your car and driving except like, the it, cannonball can explode it could so it could. um and then you like got to get there and then you're like well do i bring the can like the propane tank and set it by the door but like what if the creepy homeless guy over there like steals the propane tank like and then you got to go inside and you're like kind of like side-eyeing your propane tank by the front door <laughs> hoping the homeless guy doesn't take it and you're That's like why you bring your uh, bike lock yeah <laughs> it's just awkward man so i found a company uh, it's called cinch c-y-n-c-h it literally costs the same price as going to the gas station and all you got to do is when you leave your house in the morning put your you know crusty old you know um, spider-ridden tank uh, by the front door. And when you come home from work, you'll have a fresh new tank waiting for you. Uh, it's awesome. And so it is called Cinch. And if you want to hook up, yeah, I'm an affiliate whore. Damn it. But I will I get you a mine. discount. <laughs> on, I actually have like four full tanks on the side of my house right now. Oh. Um, but if you want to get a hookup on Cinch, I think I think it'd be like ten bucks off the first one with the no. Code. Then it's it's a ten dollars for your first ten dollars total. Yeah, that's which so is great. Cheap. Yeah, it's so, twenty four dollars for a refill and fifty nine dollars for a new tank or sixty four for a new tank. Okay, well shoot me a DM at Kyle Whistle. I'll hook you up with my code so you can swap out your propane tanks. Makes your life a whole lot easier. It's great. Yeah, it's and it's literally the same price. I have no idea how they make money, but it's not my problem. Probably investor money. Yeah, VC well, money. Now, they're now building they're, audience. No, now they've raised the price and screwed yeah. me up. I'm just kidding. I'm hey, still going to do it. That's, that's <laughs> that increased energy cost. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hopefully you got a lot of value out of the show today. Again, I'm Kyle Whistle with eXp Realty in San Diego. I'm Brian Kochi. We'll see you next week. Later, guys.